my waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearold, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And we have a fabulous guest as usual. Today, we're here with Mary Ann Bauer, and she's written this really cool book. And if you're watching me on YouTube, I'm holding it up. It's called The Gift Within Us. Now, we all have this gift within us. It's called intuition. It's called gut feeling. And you know what? A lot of us don't use it. And so she has put together this wonderful book, and she's interviewed all kinds of different intuitive mediums, psychics, people who use their gifts, and they tell their story. So this is going to be a really fun show. So share it with anybody and everybody out there, because you know what? We all need to start using our gifts. Now, let me just tell you a little bit, uh, as far as this book goes, it came out around March 23rd, and I want to let you guys know that it was named number one new release on Amazon in the spiritual self-help category, so that's really cool. And before I give you her bio, let me tell you a little bit about Marianne. She says, the gift within us, and this is her wish, she's hoping to change the perceptive perception of intuition so that everyone can learn to listen to their own inner voice and get divine guidance in the process. We will all benefit greatly if we understand that we all have access to this amazing intuitive wisdom, which is the truth, and we all need to get connected. Now, Marianne, before she started into this um, situation here where she's interviewing all these different psychics, she's actually a PR professional. Um, she's a communication specialist uh, in to, uh, intuition advocate, which I love, who has interviewed some of the most gifted intuitives in the world. She's also interviewed top scientists, PSI researchers, academicians, and even a leading Catholic archbishop, recording to the topic of intuition, and she shares her finding in the gift within us. You know, welcome to High Road to Humanity, Marianne. Hey, nice to be here. I I love your show. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks for coming on. I want to know... How did you get, and and I know some of your story because I read it, but tell the audience, how did you go from being a PR person to gathering all these mediums and intuitives together to find out their story? How did this come about? Well, I I still am a PR professional. Um, Back in the day, and I was working in New York City for about 15 years at top PR firms, and I had this client who in 1997, which was before the year 2000, of course, put up this giant digital millennial clock counting down the days, seconds, and minutes to the year 2000. And he wanted me to get national press for this clock. So like, do you remember Y2K? People were scared out of their minds. Yes. Oh, it's all going to end and what's going to happen. Um, So I ended up deciding to do a press conference a thousand days before the year 2000. And I found 24 highly gifted psychics and mediums to come to the event. And I set them speed dating style at different tables, at this restaurant, TJ okay. Fridays, Okay. 75 journalists showed up to this thing. Unbelievable. Including the wall street journal, CBS news, 
and of course, Entertainment Tonight, um, Inside Edition, those types of I love of it. That's awesome. <laughs> it was crazy. And they get, got three minutes with each person. They could ask them personal questions, celebrity questions, world event questions. And they went around the room. And, and it, yes, it did get national and even global press. The wow. reason I mentioned this story is for two reasons. The guy from the Wall Street Journal came up to me at the end, and his face was just like pale white. And he was shaking. And he said, Marianne, I confess I came here to make fun of these people, but they were so accurate. I'm still in shock. And the second reason I mentioned is because I became friends with many of the gifted people and still am to this day, which is why I started writing this book as a communicator, um, as are you, I became annoyed with how they were perceived or rather misperceived by the media and the public. They all have to be fakes or charlatans, soothsayers, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of these people in truth, as they were children, um, developing these gifts were maybe scared of the gifts. Uh, Many were bullied as children. Mm -hmm. Um, Some were accepted, of course. Some were closeted till they were older. Mm -hmm. But it's not a simple thing that they they had these abilities. And many of them today help so many people with their issues. So I started writing their stories. And these are not two-paragraph little blurbs. They're like seven- to nine-page profile chapters. And I interviewed 33 highly gifted people, psychics and mediums and healers from the U.S. and also around the world, mostly U.S., though. Um, and, and as I tell their stories, I think it's the reason I was guided to do this was to kind of put a face on what a psychic medium is, just a, not a celebrity psychic that you see right. on the television, right. the, the flavor of the day. These are just regular people with extraordinary gifts. Right. And now I want to stop you a second. Did yeah. you, now you have, you're connected with your guides. Did you start meditating? I want to hear about you. Like, how did you become spiritual? Did you start doing meditations? Did you grow up in the church? I mean, what's your background? Well, I'm Catholic, um, but I honor all religions and I honor people that have no religion. Right. Um, th- this book is not about a religion or any religion really it transcends religion. I think my religious background gave me, you know, I was had an insight to prayer. Right. But I will tell you, honestly, I am probably the worst meditator on the planet. I have great respect for people who can, <laughs> who can meditate, do it. Yeah. but I'm a white knuckler. I mean, I used to joke, they have to hit me on the head with a rubber mallet. They get right. me in the morning before I've woken up or in the shower. So um, that's, you were getting messages, I guess, is my point. Your messages were coming in because yeah. as we, as I look into this book and you guys, I'm going to talk about this a little bit. She doesn't know I'm going to talk about this, but you know, you've done a lot of really good work for people. You do a chapter towards the end of this book where you talk about how you got a, um, a 1-800 number for battered women. Um, something that you've worked on. Is that you that you're talking about at the end of the book, Marianne? Yeah, I call it my first divinely guided PR campaign. Yeah, I, I was Talk working about at that. a huge uh, PR firm called Hill and Knowlton, okay. um, one of the top two in the world at the time. And I was promoting basically Doritos and Quaker's oats and foods like that. And right. I thought, you know, my soul wasn't being fed by the potato chips. Right. So right. we were allowed to do pro bono PR. And I looked around, it was the 90s. Nobody was talking about battered women, domestic violence, child abuse. Um, Back then they said, well, why doesn't she leave? What's wrong with her? Mm -hmm. So I saw this lady on TV who was talking about the only toll-free hotline in the country for battered women and why an 800 number was important back then. If a husband could look at your local phone bill and see that you call the local shelter, you would get beaten up. But an 800 number doesn't show up. So I called the lady. Her name was Hetty Nuriel. 
And I said, do you mind if I do some free PR for this hotline better one? No, great. So after a couple of months of just on the side, of course, it was pro bono for free uh, doing PR. I get a call out of the blue from a man from Johnson and Johnson. who's head of the marketing department. He's named Larry Lux. He says, Marianne, I understand you've been doing PR for free for the hotline. You've gotten more press for this hotline in two months than our PR firm that we're, we're paying has gotten in the past two years. Wow. So he said, I want to meet with you. Can you meet me next week? I said, no, I'm flying down to Plano, Texas next week, which was Frito-Lay was based there. He said, I'm flying down to Plano, Texas. Uh-huh, how funny. And I said, what day are you flying? He said, Wednesday. I said, I'm, I'm on the same flight. Oh, so we wow. sat together yeah. and in the two and a half hour trip down, he decided, write me a PR proposal, a formal proposal. I'm going to fire our PR firm and hire you. Instantly, my income went up four times what I was making, which right. I'm doing something for free, and I end up getting. Well, that's because you're divinely guided, and that's why I <laughs> asked you the question. Um, you know, you have you get messages, and so you were divinely guided to do this. You felt the intuition in your gut, and you went with it. Is that right? Well, I think I was just acting organically out of a need to help other people with okay. my special gift, which is to get press about things. Right, right. Um, and, it, and it generated this enormous amount of income. Well, I did this for about two years. Right. And I got every mag- a cover story of Time Magazine about battered women. It, professionally and spiritually, it was very gratifying. But Larry, my client, was leaving. Right. He, his wife had MS and he said, I'm moving back to the Midwest. So suddenly the lady that replaced him said, I'm shutting down the hotline. And when I started the hotline, we were getting 2,000 calls a month. And after doing PR, it was up to twelve to 14,000. So the lady said, I'm taking the hotline off J&J's roster. We're not doing it anymore. And I get a call from Family Circle Magazine about a, a couple days later. And they said, Marianne, we've written a story you pitched about battered women. But can we put your home office number in? Because we understand the hotline doesn't exist anymore. So they wanted you to take the calls. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) 12 to 14,000 calls a a month from battered women in my little upstate, you know, home office in New York city. So I said, no, you cannot do that. And I put down the phone and this is why I even mentioned the story in the book. I heard a very loud voice, almost like the radio was turned on saying, Mm. call the white house, call the white house. And I looked around like, who's talking to me. Mm -hmm. And I thought I'm losing my mind. But the next day, I, I figure why not? I'll call the White House, and I instantly get a meeting with Mrs. Bush, the white-haired Mrs. Bush's yeah, office. Yeah. And I fig, and I'm going to tell them we need a federally funded toll-free hotline for battered women. Yeah. So I'm also meeting with Joe Biden's office and Senator Dan Coats and Congresswoman Connie Morella. I'm flying down there on my own dime. Right. So I made, made it happen. And about a year and a half later, fast forward, I'm sitting in the ballroom of a Hilton hotel in Midtown Manhattan at a luncheon of women honoring other women. And there's right. Jane Pauley and other famous women. Tipper Gore is standing at the podium, bathed in light in this darkened room. Now the Clintons were in, in power then. And she right. says, and I'm proud to announce today that we're the first administration to uh, fund a federally funded toll-free domestic violence hotline. And I sat there in the darkness and I felt like goosebumps everywhere because somehow I was utilized by them to get this to happen. And I was, I could have died the next day and felt like I'd contributed. And and that's kind of what really um, gives me a thrill is being able to do something with my skills to help other people. Right. I think that's fantastic. Hey, listen, we're getting ready to go to commercial break. When we come back, I want to talk about some of the stories of some of the people um, that you interviewed for this book. You guys, it's called The Gift Within. 
Okay, you can get it on Amazon, I'm sure. Intuition, spirituality, and the voice and the power of our own inner voice. It's by Mary Ann Bauer. This is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to the show. Now, welcome back to the high road. Hi, it's Nancy Yerelt. This is High Road to Humanity. We're here to t- today talking about the gift, talking about our intuition, talking about how we all have that gut feeling. And Marianne Bauer has gone ahead and interviewed some of these wonderful people. Now, how did you find these people, by the way, Marianne? I mean, how did this how did this come about? I know you picked them out. You wanted 33. Did you, is this word of mouth or did you start searching the internet or how did you find them? Well, I knew a number of really gifted people before, but um, it was initially 18 people and my former agent wanted more stories. Right. So I would ask very gifted people and scientists that are studying intuition who they would recommend. So it's right. all recommendations. And I would do uh, two interviews with them. I would get a reading and I would tape it. And then about a week later, I would interview them about their life stories. So right. they were all tremendously gifted. Mm-hmm. Um and I actually did experience readings with them, so I know that they're the real deal. And I also have contact information for each of these individuals in the back of the book in case somebody really wants to get an amazing reading with a highly gifted right. person. If you resonate with one of the people in there. Yeah, and I love the stories. And out of all the stories, you know, there are so many that we can talk about today, and, and I've written a few down here. Um, but who really, I mean, what really stood out to you when you when you... You went and you had a reading with all these people. At the end of this, I mean, what did what did you feel? Did you feel like, wow, closer connected to the divine, that um, we need to take these people more seriously? Because I'm an intuitive myself and, you know, we do get a bad rep out there. I mean, what was your take from this when you got done, you know, interviewing and, and having readings with all these people? 
Well, you know, we have, uh, in the olden days, we had the phones with the cords. Now we have the iPhone. This form of communication is just the next level. It's a little more sophisticated. We don't have to pay a phone bill. It's right right there. And all of these people have this great ability. They also have, in large part, humility. They understand that what they're getting, they're getting from a a higher source, as it were. Um, The other thing about the people is, as I said before, many of them as children were bullied Um, some were closeted because if you come out as a psychic or intuitive, sometimes people will put you down and think that you're like crazy or you're just faking it. And that's, that's bad. So a lot of these people have enormous staying power and they help so many people. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, some of the people came to it late in life. There's a woman in my book, Suzanne Giesman. She was a Naval commander all of her life, her career. She was on air force one flying around the world with presidents, et cetera. And right. when she was in her late forties, she retired. Her daughter-in-law was struck by lightning and killed. Uh, it was pregnant as well. Oh, and wow. then suddenly she became extremely gifted as a medium. Wow. Suzanne has a radio show as well. She's written several books. So there's all kind of different stories about these people. Mm-hmm. Somebody said to me, I can't believe these people in this book they're like normal, regular people. Right. They've, they've been in abusive households. Some of them have been right. divorced. Right. They, they live real lives. They don't have perfect lives just because they have this gift. Yeah, and I like that you started the book out and you, you uh, talk about a few different researchers um, you know, that um, have gone, uh, talk about Gary Schwartz, a PhD, he's a professor, and he's, psycho- he's into psychology, medicine, neurology, and all these different researchers. Uh, and he says, his findings are not about me, it's about the energy and it's about you and it's about the universe. So a lot of these scientists are finally coming to the reality is what I think and what I see too with your research is that they do realize that this is for real and that they need to um, take these people seriously and realize that um, the conscious mind is amazing. The things that we are able to do are probably not even um, out there yet. You know what I mean? We probably have so much more to develop as we move forward, don't you think? Well, I will say that I call them today's brave paranormal explorers, and there are just a handful. Frankly, in the scientific community, they're often ostracized. Uh, As Dean Radin says, if you want to get tenure, don't study parapsychology. Well, yeah, they're afraid. They're afraid to say anything because they, and and that's true. And I liked how you talked about the truth about this, because people are afraid to say, oh, yes, there are psychics. Yeah, intuitive ability is really just the next step in communication, and and it's yeah. been out there for ages. Um, yeah. But for years, it's been ostracized. So these Dean Radin, Dr. Gary Schwartz, and Russell Tark are three scientists that I focus on that have carried the torch for a long time in studying these abilities. And truthfully, we're moving into a place where it's going to be widely accepted. I agree. We're just on the precipice of this, and I think this pandemic has forced us all to be a little bit more humble, mm-hmm. to turn inward, and to look and this form of communication, which was 20 years ago laughed at, um, it's changed now and things are, are really growing. Right. I like how you talk about Galileo. You talk about Alexander Graham Bell. I mean, you, you show the example of how many great, uh, you know, inventors, scientists, great minds uh, knew a lot of things, but people, of course, made fun of them and didn't take them seriously. And now years later, we realize, you know, um, the truth. And you also address the Bible, which I think is cool. Uh, you know, you talk about Jesus and all the different uh, miracles that he performed. And, you know, we just don't, 
we look at the Bible and if we, if we read the Bible, there are so many miracles that were done and so many prophets uh, in the Bible. And I thought it was cool that you addressed that. And then you talk about witches, which I love because I think witches, you know, they, they persecuted people, um, maybe not even because they were intuitive, you know, that was just a whole deal too, huh? Well, what, it's called the witch hunt. I do a chapter about how people with these gifts have been treated throughout history. Yeah. Once upon a time, they were revered by kings and others because they had this prescient knowledge of what mm-hmm. was going to happen. Right. Um, the witch hunts, which I thought was all about persecuting witches, I find out really wasn't about intuitive people at all. People would call their neighbors a witch and they would get persecuted. It was a weird time when people could just like cast aspersions on anyone and they would get tormented. So no, it wasn't really about intuitive people at all. Yeah, Uh, which is, they got such a bad rap and and it had nothing to do with it. Not really, yeah. Uh, But people with these abilities have often been called into question. And the problem with that is, is that we all have access to this divine wisdom And if we turn that off because we're afraid, because we're thinking, oh my gosh, that's all crazy and silly, we're not going to have access to that. And and that's why I wrote this book, or I was divinely guided to Mm -hmm. write the book, Mm -hmm. um, because I think we need to kind of just get with the program now, stop putting these people down, understand, while there are fakes and charlatans, and there are very mediocre As in anything, as in anything. There are also really highly gifted people who help us. And and the bottom line is that we all have access to this wisdom. All we have to know is is we understand it's it's there. It's right there at our fingertips. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm intuitive and I know what it's like to have people um, make fun or, you know, make light of it. And it's really a very um, sacred thing to be honest yeah. with you. I will say that real quick because I am an intuitive and as more intuitive and psychic as I've become over the years, I feel it is very sacred. And when you connect with God, that's the sacred thing. Um, and you don't, I don't ever tell anybody anything that is coming from me. It's coming from the divine. And we all, and like you say, I'm so glad you wrote this book. Honestly, it's called the gift, you guys, gift within. And there are so many good stories. You need to check this out because what Marianne tells us is in nor, normal, ordinary people. I'm going to throw one out here. I have a ton of notes here and I'm probably not going to pronounce her name right. But is it Regina Avalon? She grew up in Brazil and oh, Prajna Avalon. Prajna, Prajna. Thank you. I knew I was going to botch it, but um, you know, she knew as a youngster that there was something wrong with her grandmother. She had the gift of uh, healing. She could see color and she diagnosed her grandmother early on um, as being ill and and, you know, then you talk, there's another person, uh, Charlie Castex. He's a clairvoyant out of Asheville, North Carolina. And he was a young boy when he became aware of his gift. And he was scared, but he used his gift to protect himself. And I thought that was really interesting. They all have an inch. Everybody has an interesting t- story to tell. Um, but they also, what's really cool, you guys, at the end of each ch- chapter, the medium or psychic I call them psychics. It's okay. Um, tell their story. And then they all have like, um, what, like a little message for us. And like Charlie says, I feel that heaven is accessed within each of us. I mean, each one of these people that you interviewed has a message to tell us, which I think is so profound at the end. Didn't you find that like amazing their messages to us? 
at the end of each interview, I said, well, what have you learned that you want to share with other people? And these yeah. amazing pearls of wisdom would come forward, yeah. either about the afterlife or just what they've learned about the universe, about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, because these people are, remember, they're human beings too. Right. They may be gifted, but um, they're imparting this wisdom to us. And, and I love that about the book. In fact, on my Instagram, I started taking, capturing little quotes from each person yeah. and, and putting that out there because- um, it, they genuinely learned a lot and what they're getting is messages also from, from yeah, well, you know, one more thing I want to say that he says, cause some of these are so good. I wrote them down. He also said his message is, um, find your power from within, not from without. That was so great. Cause that's what this is all about. Finding our, everybody finding their own power. And that was a huge message for him to give to the world. Yeah, I, I think that people, because we can't see it, right. they don't understand. Like faith. So we we yeah. have colleagues on this plane, but we have colleagues on that plane. Right. And they're super smart. They're super wise and very cool. And I want people to understand, people make new age things seem really scary. Or I know, scary. and weird and ooey gooey and stuff. <laughs> they're very funny and, and it's very lighthearted and it's not dark and scary. Right. I'm not, that time I heard that voice call the White House was rare. I just get my messages through thoughts, right. through inspirations, through right. gut feeling. It's not a spooky thing that we have to be afraid with. of. That's, that's why the gift within us is a white cover with a bow. Right. Nothing new agey about it. Who could argue with a gift? There you go. Hey, listen, we're getting ready to go to commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about some more of these stories and some more of these people that you interviewed. The book is called The Gift Within. It's by Mary Ann Bauer. This is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. And we'll be right back. We'll be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram so through the handle Sparking Wholeness. And now this let's get where back Nancy to the show. And our guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now welcome back to the High Road. Hi, it's Nancy Yearout, and welcome back to High Road to Humanity. Hey, don't forget to check out my website, nancyyearout.com. I will give you a psychic reading. Just sign up, or you can email me at nancyyearout at gmail.com. Hey, we're in today with Mary Ann Bauer. She's been so um, gracious to come on our show today. Thanks for coming on the show. We love having people like you on the high road because we learn so much stuff, you know. So <laughs> thanks, Mary Ann, for coming on. 
Thank you, Nancy. Yes, ma'am. Um, there's so many different people I wrote down. Virginia Rose Centrillo, they call her friends called her Ginger. And this really hit home with me because she saw people, she saw dead people and she always did. And then when she was younger, her friends knew about it, but then she became a teenager and then they started to make fun of her and it made her life miserable in high school. She says, um, now, you know, of course she's grown out of it and she helps with cold cases. I think this is amazing. And she teaches meditation and she's done that for 30 years. And she says, no matter how different or twisted another person may behave, God is in them. I love this part and God loves them. So we have to learn how to truly love others. Wow. Yeah, she's an amazing woman. Um, she, for free, will go into what's called haunted houses. Right. Um, and they're not haunted. It's just that the soul is kind of stuck there. Yeah. And she'll help them. She's with this Pennsylvania Paranormal Society. She does this volunteer work to free the souls so they right. can transition. They, that's uh, what I do. They come to me in the shower. <laughs> and then I have to tell them, hey, wait till I get out of the shower. And then I help them move out. Because some people do get stuck. And that's true. Yeah, so she she's an amazing person. She, I'll tell you a quick story. At the beginning okay. of many people's chapters, I impart you know something that they may have said to me in the reading. Right. And when we start the reading, I don't really talk. I just put the tape recorder on. Virginia said to me, "Okay, Marianne, I see you live in this house. It's got two giant trees in front, which I have these giant sycamore trees." And she said, and of course she's in Long Island. She's not in Pennsylvania. Right. She said, um, "I guess I see a couple of old people live there before you bought the house." So I said, "Yes." An old couple did live there. She said the lady's name was Bernice, right. which who gets the name Bernice? That's not a common name. And she said, but his name was Adolf. And immediately I'm like, oh no, his name was not Adolf. And, but I kind of just listened. She said, no, his name was Adolf. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, she's wrong. And so she goes on with the reading and I, I just let it go. And at the end of the uh, reading, I look up my house number online and I see previous owners and everybody knew Mickey and Bernice. Bernice and Mickey were the right. old people that lived here. Well, I look up and the owners were Adolf and Bernice Markovsky. He was Jewish and he was so ashamed of his given name, Adolf, yeah. that he never, never let anyone know that that was his name. Even his own daughter only knew him as Mickey. So wow. the fact that she could pull this out of the air... Was that amazing was, to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and look how many people she helps. And, you know, I like um, how there's a lot of mediums, a lot of psychics that will help the police department, um, you know, find missing children, find missing people. Um, I think that's a, it, when you have a gift. Here's how I feel about this. A lot of people, I always feel, okay, we're all given the gift. And I always tell my kids this, you can use it for good or you can use it for evil. And our job here is to use it for good and to help others. So when you have this ability and you're able to help others, I mean, it's amazing. And I think that you should, although I'm careful about going into the grocery store and saying too much to people. So you got to be careful when you can use the gift. Um, you talk about Kelly Sutliff. She's a mom of three from Boston. Um, she's a psychic investigator and an author. She's got a show and she said, she talks about how her grandma would visit um, when she was young. And, you know, can you talk about her a little bit? I thought well, she was interesting. Like you, she also is a real estate um, person. Okay. She sells real estate. And okay. for years, she kind of was closeted. She didn't really come out uh, as a, a gifted intuitive. But right. she's done amazing work. She's written books. Um, she's done work with the police finding missing children. Right. And she also had a radio show for a while. 
but Kelly is, I love Kelly because she's so regular. I mean, she's got three kids, she's a mom, um, but yet she's got these amazing gifts and she's helped so many people, especially, uh, well, just everyday regular people, but also who've been, had children lost due to murder or crime, whatever. She works with the police. So she's outstanding. I jotted down here. She said, Kelly, um, believe that the world is finally coming to terms with intuition and psychic ability and that we're now ready to accept the gifts and allow people with intuitive ability, which is really all of us to become accepted. I like that. That was cool. Yes. I think it has turned the corner. Um, I think it's now 2020 and things are changing and I think it's going to speed up because because we're in isolation so much, many of us are getting in tune with these abilities, but really we have to take the stereotype of the spooky and, you know, you mentioned people using it for evil. Most well, yeah. of the people I've known have not done that. Right. I mean, I think the evil in the world is mostly about greed, mm-hmm. self-interest. And ego. And, and ego and also like stereotyping other people, racism or sexism or whatever. Judging. So, it's the big judge. I'm, I'm, I'm like on my soapbox lately about that one. I'll just stop you. Judging. Because if you don't, here's what I've learned. And here's what I hope. And I think the audience knows I talk about this a lot. When you judge another, you don't know what their path is or what their situation is or what they've lived. So when you get to that point where you can realize you don't know what their story is, then you can really stop judging others. Don't you think? Yeah, I think it's a time of awakening. And I think that uh, George Floyd is like this amazing fellow martyr. I don't even know, but people are finally understanding certain things about racism that they didn't before. And I think it's sexism, et cetera, just all sorts of hate. Hate is the evil. Greed is the evil. There is no money uh, when we transition to the non-physical. You can't take it with you. (laughs) The wealth we have is what we've done. And and also, even if you've not done amazing things for the population, just to heal yourself and the people around you. Um, That's, that's our task. That's life is a school. Our souls are meant to grow by going through tough things and great things here and, and just utilize that. But also we have this amazing group of collaborators that are right there. All we have to do is understand that we're getting inspired every day. We're getting messages, just thoughts. Recognize that some, some of the time it's coming from uh, a higher place. Right. Well, I think it is. And you talk about in the book and I wrote it down, but you had like six different things that you wrote down. But one thing that you wrote that I, I always say, and that's to ask, because I think a lot of times people don't ask. And, um, you know, we all have the ability and you also have, you also mentioned to go with a gut, you know, go with that gut feeling. And, you know, it just doesn't do us wrong. And a lot of times, um, and we've talked on the last show about getting in touch with our higher self. And, you know, that's something that's going with in. And I think that's what people are learning to do. Maybe while we're staying home, people are learning to go within. What do you think? I think it's real. I think the thing about asking for help, you know, asking you shall receive, we've heard that forever. But in truth, people are afraid to do it. They feel they're not worthy or really, who am I talking to? Are they really listening? And if you think that they're too busy to help us with our everyday, you would be wrong. Because that's one of the functions of of our guides and our higher self is to help us here. So get over your own feeling of unworthiness. Um, We are loved, truly loved in a way that, I mean, I feel that love for my daughter. She can be as snarky as heck, but 
you still love, love her, her no matter what yeah. they love us like that and we just don't understand that and i want to mention that um on the back of my book i have a quote from an archbishop catholic archbishop right um who is a family friend when he was a priest read it to um, us read it to us it's this i i didn't know if he was going to tell me marianne don't write this it's the work of the devil i didn't know what he was going to say but i right, he didn't right. say he said the opposite and he says this direct connection has always been available to all of us some receive this guidance through prayer some through meditation and others by simply listening to their inner voice. We all have access to divine wisdom. It's just a matter of knowing and trusting that we are loved and worthy of receiving that guidance. Right. To me, that says it all because uh, a lot of us discount this, this wonderful inspiration we're getting. Right. Um, we don't feel worthy. Just get over it because frankly, it, like we have our phone, we're asking them for help. We're wondering, is anyone listening? But they have their phones. They hear us. They hear us. Yeah, that's such a good message because... They want to communicate with us. Well, yeah, you said earlier, and and I want to bring this up too, you know, we're all down here learning, but it's really, um, we're only down here for a certain amount of time and we are learning and maybe we take things a little too seriously because I kind of look at it now, like we're in this play and we're just acting out these different situations so that our soul can learn and we are going to go back home. You know, this isn't it. And I think if you can come to that realization, um, when we come back, we're going to go to the break here in a second, but you talk in the book about a memory you have um, from when you were a little girl about heaven. Would you tell us about that? You want me to wait till after the break? Yeah. Yeah. Wait till, well, do you want to tell it now? We've got a couple minutes. Tell it, tell the story. Um, I thought it was a dream I had as a child, but it just persisted. Um, I remember, you know, what an airplane hanger looks like there's a giant garage door. Yeah. I remember before I was born and my memory of heaven, walking into this airplane hangar and all this gorgeous bright light was out there and I knew all my loved ones were in that light and I was going on an adventure like a kid going to their first day of school and I was holding the hand of an impossibly tall being didn't talk you remember this you vividly remember this very vividly a white robe with a rope belt of course how how cliche is that but anyway I'm holding the hand of this impossibly tall being I'm about the size of a toddler that's just learning how to walk and ahead of me is a whole line of other toddler souls little souls with their impossibly tall beings and as I got towards the front of the line I saw this enormous translucent slide as it were and each each impossibly tall being would pick up their little toddler soul put it on the slide and you'd go down and I was so excited a little nervous but I knew I was going on this adventure and so I went that went down the slide, and my next memory was being in a stroller. Back then, they had the strollers like a bed. It wasn't like a chair. Mm-hmm. You were laying there. Flat, and yeah. I, it was summer. I was born in June, and I had the blanket. I was so comfortable, and I saw the face of my beautiful mother there and the clouds in the sky above her, and she was walking me, I guess, down the street, and I was just so happy. And I thought it was a dream, but it persisted, and I come to realize that there are some people that have these memories of heaven before they're born. Right. That was home. And this is the adventure. This is school. This is what I'm, I'm doing. Right. That's amazing. um, Thanks for, thanks for sharing with that with us today. I think that's amazing. And it's so nice that you remember and that you can share it with other people, you know? Hey, you guys, we're here today with Marianne Bauer. Her book is called the gift within us. Marianne, give us your contact information. How do people get in touch with you? Well, you can go on Amazon, just put the gift within us, or my name, Marianne Bohrer, B-O-H-R-E-R, 
Uh, or you can go on my website, which is just my name, okay. maryannbohr.com, B-O-H-R-E-R. Um, and then you'll find, and I also have Instagram and Facebook, but you can easily find the book on Amazon. All right. Awesome. Hey, this is Nancy Earout. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with the High Road and more. Don't forget to visit Nancy's website at nancyyearout.com to sign up for her online classes or to book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to the show. Now, welcome back to the high road. Hi, it's Nancy Yearout, and I'm back here with Marianne Bohr, and we're talking about the gift within us, intuition, spirituality, and the power of our own inner voice. Hey, Marianne, what do you want to talk about this last segment? What's important to you? Um, I think that people... Um, are really getting with the program now. I think the biggest issue for me is if people will not be able to access these gifts, if, I'm sorry about that. That's if okay. they don't um, 
take their ego down a couple pegs, be humble and listen. Right. I mean, in the era of reality TV, and especially in this country, we're mm -hmm. all super important. We're all the best. And I think it, it, our Pope, our current Pope, when he got the job, said something amazing to me. He said he wants to change the world for the better. And he has the ambition and humility to do that. Mm -hmm. Now, when you put ambition and humility together, can you even imagine? You think of ambition as just railroading through. No, if you have that combination of ambition and humility, you can make powerful change. Right. But the humility factor is something that a lot of us cannot achieve. And it's not that you have to, you know, flail yourself or something. Just understand that not every single message we get is from our own brilliant brain. Um, and also ask for help because you will get answers. Right. Now, there are times when we're in the desert of our soul, as my archbishop friend called it, where we don't get answers. And we're like, why? Mm -hmm. Well, just like your kid falls and skins their knee, we need to grow. And sometimes we need to, to struggle on our own to learn. I agree. However, in my experience, that's more rare. If I've had a crossroads and I don't know where to go and I say, okay, can you help me? Right. Oftentimes a door will fling open. I'll get a call out of the blue. Something will come to light. Um, so don't be afraid to do that. So that's my overarching message is that we all have access to this amazing divine wisdom. And, and they're also, as I said, super funny, super right. bright. Right. Just take advantage of that. Right. Connect. Well, yeah, and it's hard and you can connect, you can stay connected all day. And there's times where you just have to, some people pray, some people do meditation, some people walk. I mean, everybody has a different way. Uh, I get a lot of my information in the bathtub and when I'm near, I do, when I'm laying in the bathtub or I'm in the shower, I get a lot of information there. I do. I'm like you where I really want to meditate when I'm type A and I do meditate, but it's hard for me to meditate for a long period of time time. But, um, you know, there's different ways that we get signs and, and you got to start paying attention to the signs. What do you think about that? Cause there's a lot of signs they give us too. Yeah. And sometimes they're really funny. And, um, sometimes it's in the wee hours of the morning when you're just waking up or a dream, perhaps, right. um, pay attention because let's face it, we're humans, we're flesh and blood, they're energy. Right. So they can't just like send us a note. Although if you read my book at the end, I got a phone call from Albert Einstein. I'll just leave you there. I won't tell the story. Yeah, don't tell the story. Get it by chapter the book. 10. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it was a medium that called me, but it, it was pretty bizarre, but usually those kind of tangible things don't happen. Right. So when you talk about signs, uh, yeah, pay attention because that's their way of communicating. A lot of people see when they look at the clock, 11 11 right well, you, you notice i mean that's one thing that's a very spiritual now do you get that because i get that all the time do you get that i get thing? it all i started doing on my um facebook 11 11 messages yeah where because i i get that a lot and i'm i really love that's why i chose the number 33 it's a master number right. 22 33 11 but um yeah so pay attention to those signs yeah. the one thing i want people to know is they genuinely love us and they're rooting for us all we have to do is understand it. And one message I'll tell you, they gave me one morning. Do you remember right. the movie, The Wizard of Oz? Yes. Do you remember Dorothy went through all this craziness with the flying monkeys attacking her, the poppies. Mm -hmm. She finally gets to Oz and the wizard can't get her back to Kansas. Right. And she's very dejected. And then beautiful Glinda comes down and says, but Dorothy, you've always had the power to go back to Kansas. And my guide said, write this. And I write it in my afterward because right. it's here. 
It's right. at our fingertips. We don't have to, I write, if I had to hold crystals and focus on my chakras and do all, I never would have written this book. And I'm not putting those things down. They're wonderful right. tools. Right. Some of us can't really get there. Well, it's, they want you to know it's right here. Yeah. And you talk about religion and I really think this, and I want to talk about it a little bit since we've got a few minutes that, you know, we all went to church when we were little, but all that has changed. And I think people are more open-minded and yes, there is a Bible and there is a guideline, but uh, you know, and there are guidelines as far as, you know, having respect. And we were talking about humility and being humble and, you know, all of those things, integrity, all those things that we've lost. Those are, those are the things that we need to bring back. But I would like to see um, our congregations or our churches start to be where we all take a moment and meditate and connect with the divine. You know what I mean? And start to talk about, as it's like people are afraid to talk about, oh, I, I got a message, you know. Know, people are afraid to say that. Oh, I got this message and I thought I'd share it with you. Because there's a lot of times where I get messages and, and you know, I think, well, I, I hesitate on who I can share that message with and who I can't. It would be nice if we got to a point where we were all like, okay, we get we're getting messages. Let's start to talk about it and make it okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I feel honored that I was raised in the Catholic Church. My husband is a completely different religion. He's not very religious. And I'm, I, this was the first year I never went to Easter Mass in my whole right. life because right. of the pandemic. So I, I honored that experience because it, it kind of made you realize that there's more to it than just this. Right. What I didn't love about it was when we have to say things like, I'm not worthy to receive right. you. I'm not worthy. No. I don't get that from them at all. I mean, I feel that. Right. Uh, even the worst among us is worthy right. and they want to help us correct our issues. Right. Um, we used to call them sins and all that stuff. So I don't think the judgment is there. I think basically it's about opening up ourselves to embracing this beauty that is there for us, this wisdom. Right. So, but I think a lot of people unfortunately have turned away from traditional religion, but they're still yearning, as I mentioned before, yeah, and I just, too. just listening, just and again, listening is a funny word. I'm not hearing the voice. I did hear the voice that one time, but basically um, I'm just getting intuitions. Like, like I'm not saying the fact that I want to make meatloaf tomorrow is coming from them. <laughs> not every single thought is divinely guided, but enough times, whenever you've like wanted to move to a new house or anything, didn't you just get quiet for a minute because you're thinking, okay, what do I need to do? Instinctively, we know to go there. We right. know to ask right. for help but everyday life you can develop this ability to process this it's like having a best friend or exactly exactly you worked in, in a company and you're a team you listen to other people's input and decisions on certain projects right same with this we're not just alone here right. we need to understand and and unlike there are no office politics there <laughs> I, love it. I love it nobody's you know, yelling for you yeah well and a lot of times you know once you start talking to your to spirits and to your guides and to the angels you know you can call them in for your business i do that a lot or before i make a phone call oh, I'll yeah. a little prayer and you know let this phone call go well for all involved or 
I'm doing a transaction, you know, make sure this transaction is, you know, blessed for all involved. And, and it's nice because you can start to use this stuff and draw things to yourself. You know, that's what I talk about too, is the energy. And um, when you can, when you can realize that you can access the energy, then you can access it for other things, you know, and you can start saying affirmations, you know, positive affirmations for what you would like to have in your life, you know, um, whether it be money or whether it be, you know, um, a new love or a good friend or a new puppy dog or whatever, whatever you say and whatever you put out to the universe, the universe does hear you. And there is a response. And that's why I always tell people, be careful how you word things, be careful what you say, because the universe does react. That energy goes out and it comes back. And that's another thing that I would like for people to learn to use. Um, and I'm sure you do that. Well, I have to say the, the universe, our greater good and all that, it sounds so big and impersonal. I want people to know that, um, yes, it's a collection of amazing, vibrant energies all the yes. way up to God. Mm-hmm. However, it's a lot more personal. It's not just this thing that's out there. Right. There there are energies that are very, very close to us. Yeah. And they're like our best friends and we don't even know they're there. Just realize you have these amazing, wise, best friends that are rooting for you and, and th- develop that ability to understand and utilize that. I mean, if I have a personal problem, for example, I had one recently where I kind of put it out there, like, what do I do? And the, yeah. the feedback was not what I wanted to hear. They said, Marianne, don't make it about you. You know, take a broader view. Stop being, feeling persecuted. Right. They're like scolding me. Like, yeah. okay, <laughs> I get it. Get out, get over myself. You know, it's, it's so funny. They're very funny. Mm-hmm. People just have to understand that. So yeah, um, it, it's like having these wonderful best friends that people don't know are there or right. family members. They, they're right there. Some, some are huge, brilliant energies like Einstein that came through to me um, with, with his amazing resolve to help raise the awareness in the planet. Right. Some are just right there. And, and some um, it could be your deceased loved ones as well as angels, guys. I don't know. I'm human. There's only so much I can see. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, and I think we are um, getting to a point where we're going to raise the consciousness and um, this definitely helps you guys. The book is called the gift within us intuition, spirituality, and the power of our own inner voice. And if we all started to listen to our own inner voice, it changes you. And as we change in our energy changes, then each one of us are, are affected by this energy. And that's how we're going to raise the consciousness um, here on the planet. I think it's really awesome that you wrote this and I really appreciate you coming on today. Anything else you'd like to leave us with today before we end our show? Marianne? I think, I think that basically, yes, it's going to help heal the planet, raise consciousness, but also in your everyday life, you will see an improvement. I do. You will, yeah. you will get it a lot yeah. faster. You will, you're, you're, path will be easier in many respects not always some of us are meant to have tremendous challenges but you need to have that help and to be open to that and and changing the way we view gifted people and understanding that we have access to this amazing divine wisdom is just a, a first step and then your life your your life is change you're aware of this and luckily the people in my book are aware of this fact i want to help with this book and whatever messages and again i'm the worker beyond the book i get messages from them that's in the book (laughs) um i I want everyone to access this so that their own lives will be better and and ultimately the planet 
will be uh, improved and our consciousness will be raised. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thanks for coming on today, Marianne. Hey, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will see you next week. Have a great week. Take care. Hey, you guys. Join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week, and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. Yeah.